to talk with Munch Online. Um, today's topics. Um, I'm in the nature reserve today. As you can hear by the river noises, river sounds, river. As you can hear by the river. Um, yeah, the topics for today. Whoop. Are going to be the Neuralink project by Elon Musk releasing a video of a monkey using the Neuralink chip embedded in his skull to control a video game uh, and the future implications of using Neuralink tech to interact with technology on a whole new level. Um, Topic number two would be Definity Tech. Definity Tech is a new company. It's basically a company of the Internet of Things. A new way of looking at the Internet. Discussed previously in a previous episode um, where an intranet, an internet of information, free-flowing information across all devices creates a an information or free-flowing form of internet live free-flowing form of internet information at all times um, that is what the definitive tech or what i hope the goal of definitive tech is because it has the potential to do that um, as well as the last topic number three topic number three it'll come to me later you know how this goes i always forget topic number three um Topic number three, yeah, it'll come to me later. For now, let's get right into it. Recently, in the Neuralware world, if I can say it like that, uh, Neuralink released a video, very captivating video of a cool monkey playing video games, being fed um, a banana smoothie for every I want to say right answer for every time it moved uh, the cursor onto an orange square in a grid it got fed banana juice or banana smoothie and then eventually they unplugged the the joystick that it was using to control the cursor and the neural and the neural chip took neural chip took over <laughs> Um, and it carried on efficiently moving the cursor with its mind onto each and every square even playing Pong like the space-age game of passing a ball from one end to another Digitally on the screen with its Neuralink where The entire time it was still thinking it was using well, it didn't even care but it was running as if it was using the joystick, even though the joystick itself was unplugged. The controls worked efficiently, but then, but then the problem that a lot of people raised is uh, the joystick could be a, an issue for those who are physically impaired. So the next step would be 
uh, finding a way to move the cursor, the joystick, or the metaphysical cursor without a joystick. Uh, measuring what the brain waves for up, down, left, right, center, depth, whatever it might be, is within every human brain that might be using Neuralink. This is giving me a very black mirror vibe, but I'm enjoying it so far. Um, yes, and then implanting it in, in, in patients who have uh, neural diseases that prevent them from using their bodies efficiently, which will be amazing. But later, obviously, it's going to be evolved for everyone to have it a basic implant in their skull that allows them interact, to interact with technology in a whole, whole new, um, amazing way. Imagine being able to summon your car with a thought, maybe. You just think home and your car parks right in front of you, self-driving. Of course, you get in and location's already blocked in from your head. Um, or if not, you can just select it with your thoughts on the screen or whatever options the car gives you and then connects to your neural layer. That's just the car. It's just a physical, metaphysical things you might want to do. Let's say you're on your phone. Um, want to take a selfie, put your phone down. Don't have a clicker. Neuroware, nice. And this is the simplest form of this technology and the simplest ways it can be used. And this is a hyper de-exaggeration, if I can call it that, hyper de-exaggeration. Basically, I'm de-exaggerating it to the most extreme forms to try and um, get my point across. But basically, put your phone down, you stand there and think snap, and it takes a picture. That could be revolutionary. That's just tiny, tiny, tiny things on a, on a big level. On a, on a big level, it can monitor your mental health, body health, um, even alter your mood. Um, if it gives electromagnetic feedback uh, into the brain directly, alter your mood, your thought state. Uh, eventually the integration hopefully becomes uh, so advanced that it starts bringing visual and digital uh, sensory, digital sensory um, perception into the game of the neuroware. Um, yes, and then you'd be able to um, augment reality, if I can say it like that. You'd be able to augment reality yourself, um, and your moods could be fun, could be very fun experience. Um, that's it on the most basic level. That's it on the most basic, basic level. They could be used for greater things, of course. Um, such as, um, imagine, imagine a social media, right? Where um, you can connect via neuralware to a chat room of sorts, but instead of 
the, the microphone being, or the, the, the speakers and microphone being in your phone or your earphones, whatever it might be, it plays directly in your head. And when you speak, those that is recorded and sent into the group, um, group chat, if I can say it like that, and everyone is speaking. They don't have to be present in your environment. You can just hear them and speak to them, no matter where they are in the world. Um, provided that you're walking around with this chip in your head um, and you can hear their voices clearly. Sounds like madness, but this would be the future that we're, we're headed towards, where we'll be able to share thoughts, feelings, and even messages with one another, just by thinking about it, which would be really cool. Right now it's very pricey. It's like, what, five to $10 million for one? at its basic form as it is right now. But of course, it'll get um, better, if not cheaper, uh, for the public eventually, within the next five, 10 years or so, where everyone will be able to connect. Um, third topic, I found it. The first quantum computer was installed in a hospital lately. Oh, nice. Sorry. <laughs> Third topic, quantum computer was installed in a hospital lately. And quantum computing is big. It is big, bro. It is so big. It's not even, I can't even describe it. I don't even, I wouldn't even know how to go about describing what compu quantum computing is to my audience. But I will try. Um, back to NeuroWare. Imagine being able to experience an event, location, um, party, concert, without going there or having a live feed from someone who either is there or... And all that sensory information just is downloaded into you or onto you and reflected into the brain. You see it, you feel it, you hear it, it's there to you. You're still in your room, you're still comfortably sitting in your home, corona-free, socially distancing. But the, the, the vibe, as synthetic as it might be, it would still be there. Um, yeah, that would be amazing, actually. Um, back to topic. You're, you're there, you experience everything. Let's say a mass event is being held by municipal members, there's a mass broadcast. Your local or uh, provincial, if not national leader can be speaking to you directly as if he were in the room to everyone of his citizens, maybe. That would be a cool little thing, but I know a lot of people are going to be on um, the developers next about privacy. Where does the information go? How is it protected? How do we know that it's not going to be used for um, marketing gains and so on and so on? Um, because we know how reliable the powers that be are with private information. Recently, Facebook was hacked and 500 million cell phone numbers were released to the internet for, for marketers to just buy. And one of them, including Mark Zuckerberg, who uses Signal, by the way. Man's uses Signal. 
Man's uses a signal, not WhatsApp, not Facebook Messenger signal. Weird. Anyways. Yes, but I can see how um the privacy the privacy can be in question for these these these, these projects and people may have a problem with uh, such physical violation of their being. Okay, I can't say violation. It's not a violation. You'd have to um you'd have to volunteer there we go you'd have to volunteer to get the chip of course it won't be something you're forced to do but eventually it'll get to a point where the this is running with the world whether you like it or not like smartphones internet banking is um encouraged more than anything now in this day and age and physical cash is being phased out entirely slowly but very much being phased out by this new development of um, digital evolution. So, and those who are left behind are constantly facing difficulties in um, adapting or continuing to use the old provisioned ways of money, let's say, because of these new efficient systems. For example, um, Checks were completely removed, what was it, last year? Physical checks can't write checks anymore, isn't it? Because we have check cards and debit cards and credit cards and all the cards that you might need to do all those things. But a lot of um, people that haven't moved with um, the advancement of technology question the notion because of their comfortability in the current system or the previous system of things um, choose to uh, grasp onto their old ways and that's fine but they'll be left behind in the neural world it'll be the simplest way to interact with everything around you at all times which is um, incredible imagine being able to walk into a VIP room um, and then being directed directly to the room that you are just by neural alone your your ticket is your neural signature your brain waves literally you that is your pass into the VIP section of a room. Doors automatically open. Um, your attendance is registered during South uh, brought to you, provided that you you, you bought VIP uh, tickets and so on, blah, blah, blah. But that's on this highest end, the lowest end. <clears throat> being able to tell who is distressed, where of what, and being able to dispatch emergency services directly to those affected. Whenever you are in distress, your neural wear chip sends a signal out of emergency and an ambulance comes to you and helps you <clears throat> cutting down cutting down precious time that you could be used to save your life at any given point and they'll know exactly what's wrong because the infinite information of your body's well-being would be running through this chip. So if you have a heart attack, they'd know exactly how to deal with it on site as soon as they arrive, which would be incredible. Um, yes. Though that's Neuralink right now and Elon Musk is doing the things, my man. He's doing, he's doing things and he made rocket, reusable rockets cheap, which is insane because an entire, a single rocket, $1.5 billion, managed to create it to be cheap and reusable for space travel and now the government is backing him up at all points 
people from NASA that said his 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 his, his work to 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 publicize or publicize or what is it? It's not publicize. It's to to make space travel. Um, to, to, to be able to send civilians into space without any drawbacks, it's basically, would, it, would be insane. They thought it would be insane, but where else is humanity destined to go, uh, if not to, to amongst the stars? Where else is humanity destined to go, if not amongst the stars? Um, yeah, where is humanity meant to go, if not? Amongst the stars, oh gosh, am I lost? No, I'm not lost. I'm just um, temporarily mentally displaced from the location. <laughs> Anyways, um, where is humanity destined to go if not amongst the stars and to explore the entire universe it was birthed into? Um, yes. But it's currently expensive. It's like buying a house just to go into space now. Now it's like buying a house. Because it's like $300,000 for one trip into space, outer space. Basically near orbit, basically. Like near orbit, not deep space, but like near orbit. Where you'd be on a spaceship, zero gravity, it's pretty cool. But there's already plans, what, to create a space hotel of sorts where. People can travel, stay there. Yeah. The dream of a lifetime. Eventually space travel will be a normal thing. Even plans for warp drives and so on. Eventually space travel will be a normal thing. Mm, topic two, Definity Tech. The Internet of Things. The Internet of Things. The New Age. Um, Definity Tech is partnered with a new company, I think it's called a, I forgot the name, but basically they've given a physical item, a digital signature on the net, so any object physical can have a unique signature on the net, uh, integrating it into the information of things all over the world at all given points. Yeah, definitely lost. Wrong turn. <laughs> but no. Yeah, wrong turn. Internet of things, blah, 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 blah. What's happening? Cool. The internet of things. Yeah, they basically gave a barcode, a digital barcode to an object that can never be removed all over the internet. Um, which is cool. Why? Um, it means we can... We can, as a mass, decide the value of anything, but only as a mass, unregulated by any power that be, any power of authority currently that exists. And we can do so freely, freely without interruption. Trade is made even easier because now we can trade direct objects to their direct value with one another. Um, while still keeping track of all the, um, how can I say material things? I can't say material things. Physical assets, physical assets um, on the internet with a live feed of all flowing physical information and so on. 
right now we we might have come close with um with a with a live feed of physical well-being all over the world thanks to this gorgeously um reflected pandemic <laughs> but yes that's that's the internet of things definitely would put would merge the physical world the market and economy with the internet and unify all of it in a safe non-copyrighted non-scammable way where everyone can benefit equally hopefully but hey the nuclear energy was meant to provide free energy to all but someone said nuclear bomb and then hiroshima happened um hopefully this new, these new systems are used to better humanity and it's in its flight to become <laughs> sorry about that in its journey to become better as a species but that's just my hopes um Definity Tech it launched recently well it's going to launch recently where an internet uh, or an intranet of sorts can develop with such finite detailing um with such beautifully done detailing merging physical hey merging physical assets with the 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 internet giving a live feed of all information available this is definitely um but i'm i'm really sugarcoating it being vague about it cuz to be honest with you i don't have much much information on this company all i know is it's going to be big because it does i don't know how to explain it cuz i don't grasp the full concept entirely but it merges all i know is it merges the physical world information with the internet providing a user to user um value scale uh but we'll see about that in the future in the future um topic number 3 the quantum computer quantum computing how do i even describe this basic computing currently works with um information ones and zeros that can also be calculated as in bits megabytes gigabytes so on and processing speeds highest processing of uh processing speeds available currently would be about 9 terabytes per second um with the the greatest of supercomputers currently running um that would be one of the fastest processing speeds available um quantum computing blows that traditional computers out of the water they blow it bro um as they they calculate information in bits why is this relevant because now every calculation can be set to a single bit the same way you would reflect a single atom in the universe and calculate every variable change direction um movement heat whatever whatever by letting it jump in and out of space time carrying information 
which is insane. One chip contains over 900,000 bits, which is insane, which is insane. Uh, which means AI can create, what's this, calculate anything by reconstructing it atom by atom, cell by cell, and mapping out its mathematical coordinates. This will be used, especially with the one in, in, uh, embedded in the hospital, I think in San Diego, would be used to, to, to properly diagnose patients' diseases, uh, monitor the movements of chronic illnesses such as cancer, let's say, yeah, let's say cancer. <laughs> Um, and accurately calculate and accurately come to a to a, a a plausible outcome where we 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 uh, it's so rough to 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 explain this. How do you explain that a computer can atom by atom reconstruct a situation, calculate all its plausible variables, and give you the best possible outcome? Um, how do you say that? <laughs> Basically giving the, the best chances of the patient to survive through the best um, coordinated action. Even calculating how different medicines and ingredients react to, to a disease through multiple tests. Right now, one, of the, um, one quantum computer can run a simulation or run at least 1.2 million simulations within the span of two minutes, let's say, of the accuracy or the most effective molecular construct or chemical to deal with a certain disease most effectively. And, we, and, the, and you leave it running for longer, obviously, it'll come up with the best possible outcome um, to, 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 to the problem given the current information, its own learned information thanks to the introduction of quantum AI and um, to future or past information uploaded to it, even with limited, even with limited information. Um, this quantum computer could do the absolute most and this is just in the medical industry we haven't even come across the other industries yet food uh freaking transportation freaking all of it bro all of it bro and this is significant dude there's even a company where you can test run you can test drive or test run a quantum computing by 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 giving a live use of quantum computer you basically go on a site run a program or a simulation by what's connecting to this computer remotely on their servers and having the best results for for your program seen within quick 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 parameters um this is a beautiful thing this is a very beautiful thing uh, eventually, I hope quantum computing now gets embedded in schools, schooling systems, hopefully, because 
that could be the absolute genius thing, the most greatest genius of genius things one could ever do. Um, as now students would be um, have access to live, accurate information, especially when connected to the Internet of Things. Live, accurate information simulations ranging to the billions on the best, worst, and even mid-range of outcomes to a scenario in, in lifetime. Imagine being able to demonstrate a mathematical formula to your students using a live event that a quantum computer can project onto their displays or their tablets or whatever it might be and being able to show them this <laughs> this integrated system of information uh, free-flowing information having them understand it on a new fundamental level because now they have a physical grasp or a a a a, a uh, a better constructed understanding of what the mathematical formula could be used to calculate. Yeah, quantum computing is insane. It's pretty cool. The the only downside, I don't think it's a downside, but the the the, 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 the chips have to be have to be super chilled to 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 temperature somewhere around minus. 900 something so that the atoms can 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 so that the bits can run through this it's not an algorithm it's a it's an effect it's not an effect um yeah to achieve quantum state they have to be super chilled uh to levels like you wouldn't survive in the levels that this computer has to be running by but Yes, it has to be chilled to minus minus nine hundred something to achieve quantum state, and then the atoms, the bits themselves, jump in and out of space or experience quantum 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 state, where our traditional computers are, see either one and zero. That is the traditional computing system currently, but a quantum bit, a qubit. Can, ex can simultaneously be one and zero because they're connected across positive and negative states and when quantum entanglement is achieved they are both states simultaneously which means information can be carried across all matter if I can say it like that there was an experiment done last year October 24th where they were successfully able to transfer about 23 bits via quantum entanglement from here to a satellite and back and it was all done instantaneously beautifully by the way which means the ramification of information transfer would be live continuous information mass information transfer across all devices let's say imagine being able to transfer the entire internet across all devices all and all the time um, and getting live feed of new information old information recalculated information reaccurate at all times transferred across all devices 
communicating with one another a call you pick you call right now there's no staticky whatever noises there's no glitchiness you call it it's clear you speak your line is between you and the other person but the information is carried across all devices nearby none of them can access your call because encrypted thanks to the blockchain um, but it would be a live feed of information moving faster if not at the speed of light to each and every device connected gives zoom calls a whole new level to play with if I can say that um, but that would be quantum computing integrated with blockchain technology and quantum AIs maybe I can go into quantum AIs for about 10 minutes um, because they're important quantum AIs are very important because now their AIs are functioning with a lot more information and a lot more processing power than our current computer as computers as it is now recently somewhere in january end of january um the company owned by musk what is it um boom tech or um something something tech released a chip that is an ai quantum chip that is how about six if not eight times more powerful than the current quantum chips that we have why is that significant because recently they announced a gaming processor that can calculate real-world physics 90 with 98 percent accuracy with simulations of flooding a room with water and 98 each particle calculated of water running through every other crevice of the environment in a video game this in this entire environment doesn't even exist but they're able to process info process information to such absolute accuracy <sighs> gives a whole new dimension gives a whole new gives a whole new dimension how can i say it not dimension gives a whole new era of gaming where not only is the physics of objects liquids and gas simulated accurately but sunlight movement of organic atomic atomic reconstruction is available in video games simulations where bread baked bread is simulated and split accurately in digital space atom by atom or particle by particle uh, giving a whole new rise to um, the era of entertainment if i can say not a whole new but simulated rise um, yes that would be quantum AI quantum AI would be an AI that would be able to complete a task autonomous autonomously using quantum information with access to 1.2 billion simulations of particles at any given point or any situation and preview the most um, probable outcome accurately um, how would this apply let's say you are we're connected to a quantum server on our phones and all our information is processed through the quantum AI monitors our routine 
and as accurately be able to determine what program you're going to use next for how long blah blah blah, blah. sorry for how long and even make uh, your digital well-being more efficient if i can say it like that by restructuring your entire digital routine to be more um positive to you the user and experience of these systems and that's just the most basic outcome right now of what it could do on your phone you can already with google ai order food you can have it google ai order food for you via call what is it the um yeah via call an ai can make a call for you order food and the person on the other end wouldn't be able to tell the difference whatsoever whether it's a person or not that's how well we have developed our technology um, and i'm only excited to see what could come next in the coming days future because what already is is insanely amazing and beautiful this has been train talk or tangent train talk with munch online see you next time <laughs>